Patriot Sports Radio is brought to you by Jacket Hat. None of us like to admit that we're aging. It's embarrassing when you forget why you came into a room or need help opening an app on your newfangled phone. Oftentimes as we age, our physical coordination and mental abilities can deteriorate, leaving you in a compromising position. Which is why, if you're getting up there in age, you should consider Jacket Hat. With Jacket Hat, it doesn't matter if your arms don't work or if you're a complete fucking buffoon who can't operate common articles of clothing. All you have to do now is put on a hat and the attached jacket will effortlessly <laughs> drape itself over your soft geriatric barely functioning physical body no more embarrassing moments chasing your sleeves around like a coked up labrador getting after his tail in one simple step you'll go from jacket on to jacket off or you can go from jacket off to jacket on it's entirely up to you Jacket Hat comes in multiple colors but it doesn't really matter which one we ship you does it you'll look ridiculous no matter what but not as ridiculous as you'd look having your wife dress you on national television. To get yours today, go to jackethat.com and enter code CORNPOP at checkout. That's CORNPOP, all one word, to get 20% off your new jacket hat. This is Patriot Sports Radio. Patriot Sports Radio. Fed up with the national talking heads and biases of mainstream sports media. If it's sports from the high school level to the pros, we're talking about it like the red-blooded Americans we are. God bless America. God bless America. God bless America. Let's do this. Here's Eric, John, Chris, and the coach. Welcome back, my friends. If you're new, then welcome in Patriot Sports Radio Football Edition. My name is Eric. I'm your host. Damn glad to have you with us. Thank you for those reviews like this one from Christy Soddle, who said, great, three exclamation points, not one, not two, three exclamation points. Great. That's all I can say. Simply great. I love a woman who gets to the point. Thank you, Christy. I hope we continue to meet that high bar of expectation. We're doing things a little differently tonight. It's girls' night. We're going to get comfy, talk about our favorite shows. Chris is here, (laughs) of course. That's why you're hearing this. Angela is here as well in her Detroit Lions hat, so she's ready to go. And special guest, literally Heather, the architect of our whole entire website, is hanging out as well. We're going to get into all kinds of stuff, including but not limited to... Hard Knocks, of course, and the Manti Teo doc that all the kids are talking about, Untold, the girlfriend who didn't exist. Okay, let's do a show. Ah, uh, the, thir- the first thing on the list is Belize It or Not. John is on vacation, but John is too busy Belizean to uh, be here right now at 7.52 Central Standard Time. Whatever he's doing is cooler than what we're doing, I would wager. I would wait. Belize is one of my favorite countries to travel to. It's a lot of fun. God, you've been all over the place. You're way cooler than I am. (laughs) I've been to 37 countries in uh, 39 states, or I'm sorry, 49 states. 49 states, 37 countries. That's impressive. Guess which state I have not been to. It's going to be an obvious, it's going to be a popular one. It's not Alaska. You want me to say Alaska? I'm not going to say Alaska. I'm going to say Delaware. It's Louisiana. Son of a what? bitch, that was the first one I, I know, thought of. <laughs> ah, always trust your instincts. That's what we learned here today. 
Uh, camp I should have I should have placed a bet. I would have taken your all's money. Yes. <laughs> Son of a bitch. That was the first one I thought of. And I was like, no, she's definitely been there. She's a world traveler. <laughs> Mardi yeah. Gras, right? All that. Right. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Voodoo's not What's your thing. <laughs> no. No, I prefer to keep my clothes on most of the time. Yeah. So. You're a respectable person. <laughs> What's happening in the NFL camps? Kyler is calling plays in the preseason, and he's wearing his gaming headphones. The internet is the best detective of all time. It's like a jealous ex who never lets you have nice things, always watching. Somebody on the internet figured out that the headset Kyler is wearing to call the plays and run the offense, so so to speak, are the same ones that he's pictured wearing when he's playing Call of Duty with the boys. So he just brought his <laughs> his lucky headphones from home, apparently, to work. Never underestimate the power of somebody with a lot of time on their hands. Poor Kyler. Poor Kyler. He'll get made fun of for a while uh, for that. (laughs) Rams fight? Oh, I didn't watch the video yet, so I won't comment too much on it. But I did hear Aaron Donald was swinging a helmet at people. He was, uh, he had Bengals helmets in his hand that he was swatting people with. So, I don't know. Seems like you should go to jail for that. But if you do it on a football field, you're all good. Right. Got to give the people what they want. Give them a show. Is that what it was? <laughs> See, just yeah. a bad head today. JC Jackson needs ankle surgery. He'll miss the first few games. The Chargers' defensive backs are cursed. Rigoberto Sanchez blew out his Achilles running wind sprints. Thibodeau's knees been injured by a cheap shot. Although, there's offensive linemen jumping on the internet saying it wasn't a cheap shot. So, I don't know. Darren Waller has practiced one time since June. Coach McDaniels is now noncommittal about his week one status. J.C. Treader retired. He's going to dive into the uh, job of NFLPA president. Fuck, man. I feel like I'm reading pork futures right now. Let's just talk about hard knocks. <laughs> Last week, classic Lions lost, snatched defeat from the jaws of victory. I mean, holy shit, am I? That was going terribly, right? I was just trying to run through some camp notes and I was putting myself to sleep. Who cares? Uh, let's, they'll be playing games that count soon enough. I'd be a terrible coach because I felt so bad for David Blau. Dan Campbell's up there talking about how they had the opportunity and oh man, we could have got a pick but we dropped it man and we could have run the clock out and and he's talking like you know he's talking about your fuck up and everybody in the room knows and i don't i don't like it i wouldn't like yelling at people like oh that poor guy he's got to go home to his track star wife who's crushing it winning medals he's like i can't make the 53 on the detroit lions babe i don't you probably want a divorce (laughs) (laughs) Dan Campbell, the the dirty pants story, bless his heart. He has no idea how to get into a story. That was (laughs) hilarious. So he just says, man. (laughs) He just, he grabbed these, like, I didn't have pants in my locker. Man, you're doing some hard, man. You've done some hard work, man. You got dust all over. I counted there were 13 mans in that opening speech, and it was only about a couple minutes long. 
That's a yeah, respectable total. He's channeling, um, what's his name from? Oh, the dude. His, like, man in constantly. Yeah. Or I said, um, who's the guy? Who's the guy again? Jeff Bridges? No, from Days and Confused. Oh, <laughs> like, Slater. Slater character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. <laughs> I'll never get that out of my head. <laughs> This was the the get to know the players episode, like the one where Miles Garrett read poetry or when Dak and Zeke gave each other sweetest day gifts or whatever that was last year. <laughs> I don't know if that was birthday presents or what, but it was it was a little too adorable for my taste. Wait, what is sweetest day? October Oh, you probably don't have it. It's regional. I found that out recently yeah sweetest day regional we have it here in wisconsin it's like october something so what is it i want to say what what does that even mean it's just a made-up holiday for you to buy flowers and cards yeah yeah it's It's the like it's the saint nick to valentine's day essentially (laughs) right yeah it's a cash grab exactly (laughs) holy shit man yep secretary's day has Way more legitimacy than Sweetest Day, in my opinion. But if it is October 10th, I want full credit for knowing that. When people ask me, did you get anything for Sweetest Day? I'm like, uh, no, I'm German. Like, I totally <laughs> skirt the whole thing. Like, no, I'm German. Not Swedish. That's great. A Sweetest Day dad joke almost. <laughs> oh, I love dad jokes so much. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could do a better Swedish chef. Can we talk uh, about what a badass Deuce Staley is? Oh my God. Man, he lost his voice like, <laughs> I don't know, a third of the way through episode three, which it seems about right. That's about not, what we should have expected. Yeah, like he does not fuck around. Like you have, you absolutely know where you sit with that guy all of the time. Always. All the time. <laughs> all the time. Uh, Jamal Williams was getting into some personal conflicts out there. That surprised me. He's, yeah. I didn't think he was that type of dude. Right. And they're like, what the hell's he up to? <laughs> like, yeah. There's a lot of fights lately. A lot of, uh, there was a couple, who was the kid? Easy. And then there was another kid, Pimpleton. Guys who are probably going to get cut, but it's like, here's a nice kid with a cute story. Now watch him get yelled at repeatedly for being you know, admittedly pretty fucking bad at football. And, and, like, and then oh. watch him juggle. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> the talent shows alone are worth are worth making an NFL team. Absolutely. Uh, what else we got? Blah, blah, blah. Fast forward. Like, I'm ready for week one. Bring this shit on already. <laughs> you know, Dan Campbell's cool, but. I'm not the only one chomping at the bit, feeling a little frustrated. There's fights at practice all over. We just heard about one with Aaron Donald. He's probably going to jail for that. I don't know. Or be suspended. I heard people on the radio crying about he should be suspended. Evidently, it was a massive fight at Rams practice. Rams Bengals practice. He had to have removed helmets and hit people in the head with the helmets. Apparently, like... Worse than Miles Garrett type stuff we're talking. If that's the case, like if I walked up to someone and, you know, like the like that awesome video of the guy cracking the can open on that guy's face after he asks him to hit him. Like if I hit somebody like that with a football helmet, I'd be handcuffed. 
shortly there. Yeah, that's like a weapon. Apparently, yeah. it like actually connected with another like a, a player's helmet. Oof. I mean, that's like he actually hit them fucking... in the head with the helmet. You're gonna get drain right. damage doing something like that. Yeah. <laughs> get your ass kicked off the team. Aaron Donald. Not cool. Oh, Aaron Donald's went... suspension is a trending thing on the Twitter, so. Let's see. Oh, damn, dude. Yeah. He's like out there doing battle with a helmet. That's not. Yeah, it looks like. You can't have that. <laughs> you got to send a message. You got to send a message to that. You got to take that star player, sit him down for four games. Is that Miles Garrett stuff going on over there? Or what? No, that was in Dominican Sioux shit that I just saw from Aaron Donald. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was past Miles Garrett. That's my fucking defense, too. Dynasty League. <laughs> I think that should be a scale. On a scale of one to Sue, where did it rate? (laughs) Yeah, from one to Sue. That's how we'll rate all on-field conflicts. What was the one going to be, though? We have to have the full scale. We'll have a Sue meter. (laughs) Oh, that's great. With little stops off at, like, Miles Garrett and Randy Gregory, (laughs) various dirty players. There was another one, too, at Patriots Panthers camp. They had a good one. Lineman tangled up, carried all the way past the benches right to the front row of the bleachers. The few players who weren't already there rushed over, big scrum. Patriots players definitely acting aggressively. I was surprised to see that. They were like the aggressors, it looked like. And Jabril Peppers had a dude by the face mask throwing punches at him. When I initially saw it, I was like, oh, number three is cut for sure. And then I Googled Patriots number three. It was, oh. Jabril Peppers. No, he's going to be just fined. He might even get sat for the first half or whatever, week one. <laughs> Belichick's got to be pissed. You can't be uh, totally defaming the Patriots like that. Right. I'm, like, surprised that happened. Like, he he's a no-nonsense bullshit kind of guy. Yeah. So that's a little bit surprising. Do you want the commercial? I, I got another commercial, Chris. Do you want that now or Ooh. after the... Okay, we'll do another commercial. I wasn't going to add it, and then I heard Heather was coming, and I wanted to impress our company. (laughs) I did love the last one. Oh, good. This one is in the same vein. Patriot Sports Radio is brought to you by Jacket Hat. None of us like to admit that we're aging. It's embarrassing when you forget why you came into a room or need help opening an app on your newfangled phone. Oftentimes as we age, our physical coordination and mental abilities can deteriorate, leaving you in a compromising position. Which is why, if you're getting up there in age, you should consider Jacket Hat. With Jacket Hat, it doesn't matter if your arms don't work or if you're a complete fucking buffoon who can't operate common articles of clothing. All you have to do now is put on a hat and the attached jacket will effortlessly drape itself over your soft geriatric barely functioning physical body. No more embarrassing moments chasing your sleeves around like a coked up Labrador getting after his tail. In one simple step, you'll go from jacket on to jacket off, or you can go from jacket off to jacket on it's entirely up to you jacket hat comes in multiple colors but it doesn't really matter which one we ship you does it you'll look ridiculous no matter what but not as ridiculous as you'd look having your wife dress you on national television to get yours today go to jackethat.com and enter code corn pop at checkout that's corn pop all one word to get 20 percent off your new jacket hat 
Check it out. I welcome our new sponsor. (laughs) I think if we get a couple more of them, we're going to be able to retire. I don't know how long that deal is for. Probably just until next summer, I think. Somebody needs to tweet that to me. But they're going to do well. They're going to do well in uh, Jill's going to buy one of those for her husband. They're going to do well in the winter months. You can see it on her face that day. She's done. She's just oh, she so was, over Yeah, it. she was stressed out. She had Jacket the, hat, Jill. She had the, <laughs> again, face on in front of all these. Did you hear this story about Eagle. Brady well, she and kept the Raiders? she trying that, to let him do it. I'm sorry right. to interrupt you, Eric. She tried to, like, she no. wanted him to succeed. It's like watching a kid try to, like, put their pants on for let the first time. We've been over this before when Matthew Stafford had a problem in public. His wife was supposed to step in. So it's yeah. going to follow <laughs> that that's how it works. I think we should um, do some research and development and offer some of these products on our website. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can work some magic, not all magic. <laughs> hey Heather, we're, can you get us a jacket hat out? Do you kind of know what Eric was talking about? You got a sewing machine and shit. We'll get that out <laughs> on the website. I do have a sewing I'm picturing machine, like and I one could of those, probably make one. But <laughs> I'm picturing one of those like floppy grandpa hats with the big longer bill that already had already has like the drape thing over it, right. and you just you just sew a, a thin trench coat onto that, or maybe a, a, a I don't thin know. trench coat. What's a petty you know, coat? Trench coats are not thin. <laughs> Maybe it could be what's more a, like a cloak. What's a petticoat? <laughs> or a, uh, a poncho. An av- be... <laughs> aviator coat. Now I'm just naming jackets that I've heard of. So that's not going to help. We'll, we'll do ponchos. It, you like, it'll, you'll put it on like, and it'll just go over your whole head and then the top part yeah. stays. Ponchos. You can put a presidential seal on it. The head honcho poncho. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Jack, hat jacket. Even jacket. Joe Biden could use it. Did you hear the story uh, that Dana White told about Tom Brady and Gronk almost going to the Raiders? He said that it was all but a done deal that Brady and Gronkowski were going to go to the Raiders. And then at the last minute, John Gruden said, no, I don't want him. I'm going to stick with Derek Carr. And then all of a sudden, John Gruden doesn't. Yeah, they they torpedoed John Gruden's career immediately after that. There had to be, especially after Brady played so well, there had to be some very pissed off people. And he said, well, you know, I wasn't going to go there anyway. You know, he said, you're sticking with that motherfucker, which we all wondered who he was talking about. We thought he was talking about uh, Carson Wentz in Indianapolis, but turns out it was Derek Carr. And then he said, well, I'm going to fuck you up because of that. And they... And then when they played the Raiders, they beat them 45 to 20. That is information I wish I would have had prior. <laughs> wow, wow. You love a motivated Tom Brady. The best part what of the story say? is like, like everybody's like, oh, yeah. And then Dana White and they, sh- they showed the footage and, and they're like, Gronk, like totally confirmed it. And like, can you just see him in his like dopey Gronky? Like, oh, yeah, for sure. That's how it went. Yeah. For yeah, sure. he That's told him know. to tell the story. He kept like egging him on to do it. <laughs> right, Gronkowski sucks. Like he's just he's like a child who doesn't know what to not say. Right, in his retirement, but it'll be funny. He's become mischievous. He just <laughs> he just does dumb shit and then says, "But it would be funny." Right. <sighs> but isn't that all, right. like all all guys don't all guys do that? Yeah, pretty much. Right. We never grow out of that. That never goes away entirely. Think about it. All right, later. let's 
Let's get into this Manti Teo documentary, Untold, Oof. The Girlfriend Who Whoa. Didn't Exist. They must have a crack, nego- a crack negotiating team over at Netflix because they talk people into sitting in front of a camera that they know millions of eyes will be on and telling the most embarrassing story of their lives. I have definitely read that before. I hope this isn't on a other podcast. If it is, take it off of that one. <laughs> he had... 50 offers he went to Notre Dame because God told him to. He wanted to go to USC. That was the first revelation thing I didn't know. He cried at this election because he didn't want to go to Notre Dame. He was, like, resistant even to what God was telling him to do. Yeah, he had a rough time when he got there, too. Yeah. I mean, you're Mormon, and then you go to a really extremely Catholic school. Hello, it's fucking Indiana, so... It's not like there's a lot going on here and you leave paradise in Hawaii to go to Indiana and you're, it's like, what? Absolute fish out of water situation. I mean, the climate alone, but then you throw in the, you know, and he, it seemed to me, he lived a very sheltered life. There wasn't, he didn't learn a lot about liars and cheats in his youth over there. So I think people, you know, you could easily get things over on a well-meaning, trusting kid like that. And he was busy, too, as an athlete. Let's just start there. I mean, so total culture shock, getting acclimated, trying to do the best that you can as an athlete, super busy. Like, that's kind of a a really good start to all of this. Well, and in addition to that, like, the desire to want to, like, please your parents, right? Like, that was instilled in him, like, or the family name. Like, his dad was like, you're a, t-, you know, like, he it was, he just wanted to make his family happy. Yeah. And then yeah, I mean <laughs> I'm not sure. And then, and then So then he gets a he gets a message. What was it on Facebook? Hold on. Before we get into the messaging, can we talk about the elaborate efforts that took place in building that persona? Like you didn't just yes. create one character. You created an entire fucking family for yourself. What troubled me, what really, well, I mean, many things troubled me, but one of the many things was how, I'm just going to say Nala, the her them person who did all this, the the piece of shit who did all this, um, Nala just casually said, obviously I had to create a family, something to make her existence more believable. (laughs) Like, just obviously, like, I'm not wrong. Like, wouldn't you? That's what you would do, too. So, yeah. So, the whole thing behind that was um, she'd been experimenting prior to that with kind of catfishing other people. So, she knew at that point that that's what it took. So, it was, like, super calculating for sure to get So much that when he texted his buddy, hey, have you heard of this chick? He was like, yeah. Yeah, So, you've all jerked off listening to this dude in your ear. You've all, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) That that's out there for everyone. But I did the math. I don't know if everybody did. (laughs) Well, and that's just it. So you have your intuition where you're like, oh, I don't know about this. And then you're like, hey, bro, what about this? And he's like, oh, yeah. You know. Yeah, she's cool. Yeah. Like, okay. No shit. Yeah. So now he's got (laughs) confirmation that this girl is somewhat real. And by the way, picked a girl who looks like Jessica Alba. Right. I mean aimed flew way too close to the sun in my opinion but yeah um nala 
built this entire network of family and friends to look convincing. Just look, but also sound. The level of voice changes that took place, cell phones, multiple phones, like you... At this point, like, I'm thinking that this person has a severe psychosis. Like, we have reached the point where you have schizophrenia or something where there's, like, multiple personality disorder. Like, I don't know what's going on with you, but for you to be able... And she was incredibly cavalier and unapologetic. Indignant. Right. Yes. She's like, of course I had to do this because I wanted this. Like, there was no remorse at all. No. No. Why? I have a question. Why couldn't we get the nice voice for the Netflix special? How come on the phone it's like, hey, Biv, can you give me a call and you get a chance? And then when it's like this, it's like, oh, I know he had coaches and stuff, but I was texting him that you should watch and stop the ball, babe. Like, what? How come I can't get the nice, pleasant voice? And then even made her themselves this fake girl's cousin. Right. <laughs> like inserting yourself in the murder investigation. Just the level of narcissism. That's, that's another level of narcissism. Like I also want myself to be watching myself do this from the side. Or I don't know. I'm yeah, not the, sure what it the is. The part that I latched on to was that she was like, and as I was going through this and saying these things and, you know, sharing my feelings and whatever, like it was 100% me and not, you know, the her, the profile. And I was like, no, you're like making this whole shit up. Like the whole thing is fake. So it doesn't matter if it's you and your feelings because it's the perception is completely, it was... A total sham scam. Yeah. Unbelievable. You don't know what you are. Well, I was like, really? It was like 100% you. Like, what does that even mean? No. So effed up. Yeah. Yeah. So, And, And this psycho is sitting there trying to get sympathy from me because every time these guys want to meet up, she has to make up some reason why they can't. And I'm supposed to be like, aw, aw, Nala. You poor, poor thing, Nala. I feel so bad. You're ruining people. Like this was a, he's a great kid. I'm so, I'm so mad. I'm not she even to the stuff like, that really makes me mad. Yet. Yeah. She was saying things like she was helping him. Like she was making it, like she was making mm-hmm. a difference in his life. And that she, she almost practically amazing. took credit for his success. She did. Oh. She That's did. where I went off the edge when when Nala tried to take credit for his senior season yeah. when he played his ass off. Like, I know he had coaches and everything, but <laughs> I was texting him and encouraging him. And then they showed the text messages on the screen. And um, wait, I have them. The letters after uh, she died that she wrote, right. and then oh my god, so bad. Her cousin yeah. coming to visit, and I'm like w- with her, her little sister. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, and the, and the fucking build a bear. Can we talk about that too? Yes, like, that's where it gets really yeah. weird. Where you're like, there's so okay, much. there's a massive problem here. There's well, but then okay, so okay, <laughs> can I just say like where <laughs> I got super pissed is where. Mm. The little girl says, I really miss my aunt Lena or like, so not only Mm -hmm. did you create this wild fucking lie, but now you've brought a little girl 
into it and taught her to say something about someone that doesn't fucking exist. That was bad. Yep. Super yep. bad. And you have to remember, too, like, all of this was happening when... So this is where I, like, moving on past part of this. Like, the thing that really, really got me, too, about about the whole thing was this was way well before anybody knew what catfishing really was. And so mm-hmm. she was doing this, and he was subjected to having to go through all the motions of losing someone in a death. And, like, that's all real. Like, she... she like, in essence, what would he have been if he didn't have to go through all this? If people weren't... You know, talking about him behind his back, in front of his face, accusing him of being part of mm-hmm. a, like, a total... He would have been a first-round draft pick in the top ten. Right. Yep. What yeah. a bitch. Like, that's really awesome. Um, and so, I don't know how, being who he was with that timid background, I don't know how he could have pulled himself away from it. Like, if you'd have come clean on it right away... <laughs> You know, what would that have done? I'm not really sure. The part, the one thing that really pissed me off a little bit was that he kind of found out that it was a sham scam or something. He didn't know how to react to it, but he really didn't say anything. And he made it sound like he was going to ride out the whole Heisman thing. And like, oh, I thought I'd just wait to see who wins the Heisman. And then I would maybe talk about it. But that was at the direction of the school. He told the school. And that's where I had a huge fucking problem. The school compounded It made me so mad because you have this kid who, as Angela has said multiple times, like he's just this introverted backwards, like he was he was having issues. And now he's gone to an attorney like his uncle was a a lawyer and he's gone to the school and said, hey, here's what has happened. And now we're to the point where it's like, well, let's let's just keep it quiet because we don't want it to come back on the school right now. And that made it worse. It made it look Way like worse. It was part of it. Like what a bunch of a holes. Yeah, and and then come out and say, "Well, okay, we knew about this, but it was a big elaborate hoax. It's it's okay. Like he he was just a victim here." And then it looks like, "Oh, so you were complicit too? He was complicit in the process. You all knew this was all fake, and you let everyone believe it." Yeah, I don't. It's one of those things where it's. If you <laughs> if you didn't know any better, you'd think it was um, like a movie, like it was all right. made up because from one topic to the next, one turn to the next in twists and turns and all of that is just more unbelievable. As you went along through the whole thing, I had no idea. Like I knew what the media was letting us know, like nobody knew right. this behind the scenes stuff at all. So I have a totally different outlook on it for sure because again I didn't know he was so sheltered either and it that was wild just well, so Well in wild. addition to that the whole death process right so like the first time the first so first she's in a massive car accident and we're oh when <sighs> fucking when Darth Vader breathing through the said, mask <laughs> in the hospital right yeah and yeah. then Oh, just kidding while I'm in the hospital I have leukemia and I'm got I got to battle through cancer and it's like like you're at, <laughs> you're at this point and then magically she makes her recovery and oh I don't but I don't want you to see me like this cuz I was in this horrible car accident and then magically you die on the same day as my grandmother but just kidding you're back to life again like it was just like so oh. bad but okay so I want to fast forward I I know I'm totally like taking over Patriot Sports Radio right now but I don't I didn't mean to I just I've just watched this whole documentary for this episode but so fast forward to 
the the people who were doing the investigation, right? So their goal had nothing to do with um Mantateo. It had everything to do with shitting on ESPN and their lack of journalistic integrity and skills. And the fallout was what happened to Mantateo. And you can see like they kind of felt guilty when they were talking about it. Like, like why was his sexuality called into consideration? Like, why was that what the conversation was? Why wasn't the conversation that nobody thought to look in to any of this? They just printed it. Absolutely. And the crazy thing about it is, right, so people just are thrown information, they make up stories and assumptions, and you'd think over the years and the decades, we would all learn from that kind of stuff, but it happens now more than ever. What the hell? Right. So that was like part number two that I wanted to talk about. So online dating has become like a, a, a legitimate thing. I call Twitter like the greatest dating site on the internet because... <laughs> You can literally curate the best pool of individuals that you would ever want to actually go on a date with, right? So the whole idea of like catfishing, he created, as awful as it sounds, he created awareness in a way that I think, you know, even today, like people who are like, man, this girl seems way too fucking hot to be interested in me. What's the very first thing you do when you get that photograph, right? You're going to Google reverse images and you're finding out where else on the internet is that picture. So I think he created an awareness that wasn't in the internet dating community at that point. That's a great point. Definitely. Eric and Chris have gotten bored with us because <laughs> I just can't yeah, talk you guys about can talk about yourself. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Eric's on his phone. Chris is like, this yeah. is like this bitches is be tripping, right? <laughs> yeah, we skip to the end like right away. I'm like I give up. You guys can hit whatever you guys want to hit. <laughs> it was really crazy, unbelievable. I mean, so I feel I do feel bad for him, and I I feel bad that he was a sacrificial lamb to all of it. But you're you're right. It opened everybody's eyes to what that is. <laughs> it's like, do people get ideas like, oh, damn, I can catfish people. This is a thing. Like, I'm going to do that. And then people are like, oh, hey, I got to watch out for catfish people. That's a thing. Oh, hey. <laughs> so both sides. Are we going to well, talk I've about Brady? Brady said that stuff. he wasn't on the mask singer, but he was wearing a mask. So I was like, um, COVID or like kinky <laughs> wife stuff? Like, what are you talking there about? There was some... <laughs> There was some video of a dude on a motorcycle doing crazy shit, but I doubt that was him. Oh, I did not see that. I think he's trying to make us think that was him. But That crazy cat. The, he's pretty good at the media stunts. Um, The trenches. Every Tuesday night, Chris and I will be competing against 11 other teams in a fantasy football reality show slash challenge. The first 12 weeks, everybody is involved, but after that, the bottom two teams get cut each week until we're down to the final two. I'm not sure what we'll have to do exactly. They're being very secretive about it. But rest assured, Chris and I will bring home the $5,000, and then we'll have to give some to Dino Liam, right? Like, we'd be real pricks if we didn't. Since they are our charity partners. That if would you have be amazing. five extra bucks, not everybody does these days, but if you have five extra bucks, go give it to the Dino Liam folks. Destination, colon, Dino Liam. They're good people over there giving uh, lovely experiences and memories to children suffering from childhood cancer, which is the single number one least fair thing in the world. 
They have a couple networks you've definitely heard of that they're talking to about uh, airing this thing. So we'll see where that goes. We're excited, obviously. America will get to see our hijinks and our unbelievably uh, sharp fantasy football skills and our you guys are gonna outstanding, crush it. perfect roster. And uh, they'll say, we need those Patriot sports guys all the time, at which point we'll oblige them. By making even more cool stuff, and then I would I would assume Netflix calls to do a documentary about you know the founding and so forth. I that has to be next. Um, what else? That's all I have. Last place punishment ideas. Tell me what you think about these ladies in the fantasy football. We sometimes like to like to humiliate each other when you get last place. Um, some people do timed food challenges, which is essentially you go to Waffle House and you have to eat, you have to put together a combination of 24 hours and waffles before you can leave. So essentially you have to sit there for 24 hours, but every waffle you eat knocks an hour off. Um, I've heard the 12 and 12 is the way to go. You just house like four or five of them right away when you get there and then just keep going. That sounds painful. <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. I have two pancakes and I'm stuffed. Um, I came up with this one. Build a, You have to build a lemonade stand and make $100. I think that's original like and it. hilarious. I thought about <laughs> maybe letting the other people in the league build the lemonade stand so it could be maybe pink or something like that. That's not How a about bad this? idea. You have to watch Sex in the City front to back all the seasons, every episode, and we have a woman quiz you about it to make sure you watch them all. Yuck. That's a That that's would be punishment. Pay for your oh. own 10 person birthday party at Chuck E. Cheese. That's, that's awesome. pretty rough. That's pretty <laughs> I <love> rough. It. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> yeah. You'd you'd obviously have to populate it with ten people. I don't know if you know. I don't know if the league would come to that. Then it might be fun. You can't have that. The idea is not to have fun. Maybe you have to wear something embarrassing. That would make it better. That's always good. That's always good. Public humiliation with clothing is often popular as well. Um, Our season-long commitments, which... (laughs) Thank you to Plus Money Golf, who has paid for the entry to everything I'm about to read. Um... The Trenches League, which was free, we paid for that with our good looks and talents. Um, the Belt League, the Dynasty League, the Super Contest that we're doing with Will, Moonoff Survivor Contest, and then I also got him one on the offshore site for $10 to win $100,000, which I think is a great return on my money. Personally. These guys are killing it. I think if you can invest $10 and get 100000 back within eight months... You should always do that every time. <laughs> the no-brainer uh, of the century. Our schedule is going to change a little bit. We'll be keeping our regular Patriot Sports Radio as is. Same bat time, same bat station. This podcast, the football edition, will be moving to Sunday nights, and it will be a live stream. You'll get to, I don't know, get involved if you so choose. We'll be talking about all the games that just happened and uh, what was awesome, what really sucked. Why I'm, why I'm not making money. Why I might have to live outside. Who's after me? I don't know. Football season gets sketchy sometimes. Um, Mystery awesome. adventure. I'm excited. I'm excited about the live stream aspect. I'm excited for Chris to not have to sit down here and edit. And these uh, people that I keep seeing 
listening to our podcast, I can confirm that they are real people. Because in my brain, it's still just like my nephew and a couple people who listen to this. So I think it'll be interesting to actually interact with humans. I look forward to that, talking about football. I could do that all goddamn day. I could sit here and talk about talking about football for a good hour <laughs> before I got sick of it. Um, The only thing better than watching football is talking about football you just watched. That's what I typed right there. See, that's what I'm saying. I'm excited. Uh, keep an eye on our social medias. Check the website. How many times per episode do I do that, Chris? Ah, uh, 20, we 50, more. We should place a <laughs> bet and a then lot. we should count. <laughs> I'm starting to notice the habitual things that I do. There's a lot going on here. Patriot Sports HQ, you'll be privy to all of it on a need-to-know basis. Um, Thank you, everyone, for listening. Without you, I'm just some asshole talking about Dan Campbell to nobody, and my family would be very worried about me. Thank you, Heather, for stopping by. Make sure you go check out Shouse in the House. It's easy to remember because it fucking rhymes. You're not an idiot. You can remember that. Go listen to it right after this. Heather, what's that all about? Um, Shouse in the House uh, is a podcast, uh, politics, current events, um, culture, all sorts of things. Um, I started it. I needed my dad. So I figured this was a way to to kind of bring him back. And I feel like uh, discourse has really fallen by the wayside in this country. So it's really important to me that People have conversations with one another again, even if they disagree with each other. So um, in addition to my podcast where I have guests on that I don't always agree with, but um, I want to try to understand where they're coming from and convince them that they're wrong. (laughs) Um, And then every Friday night I have a live show. It's called Liberty Happy Hour. And I've been running that show for a little over a year now. And it's just a really good community and group of people that get together every Friday night. I curate um, an entire week's worth of news, things that have taken place that people may have missed, and then we discuss them. So um, things like abortion, uh, Joe Biden, uh, inflation, you know, all of that type of stuff comes up and we have sometimes some pretty heavy conversations, but um, good conversations. So it's just, you know, I'm just a mom in Indiana hanging out on the internet. Yeah, that's that's what I was going to say. You talk about the heavy shit. I talk about guys who eat 17 ghost peppers or th- throw a hay bale 12 feet in the air. I, I like this side of the street. It's a little more fun, but people like you are absolutely necessary. Like you said, the conversation, it's a dying art. People just, uh, they think a conversation is typing out on their phone, shut the fuck up to someone. That's not conversing. That's not communicating. You're not helping. You're not solving any problems. And that's kind of, uh, that's one of the things we talked about when we were down here in the basement with the, with the pad and the pen, putting this thing together. Like we all love sports and it doesn't matter just because we voted for different people. Doesn't mean we can't talk about how the 49ers are probably fucked because Trey Lance might not be that good. It doesn't matter where you sit. We can, we can agree that sports are fun, bring people together. And I would say, um, not only, uh, what you call, I would say, especially if you're in disagreement with people, that's when you should talk about stuff. And I've listened to a few of your shows. Actually, now that I think about it, I have put it on multiple times. Uh, when I go to bed, I've fallen asleep to it multiple times. Now it all makes sense. 
Yep. To my podcast <laughs> or to my happy yes. hour show? No, your podcast. Oh, okay. Yep. She talked about the happy hour. <laughs> yes, it is awesome. I am I am completely off in the ditch. Where was I? Here it is. My favorite part. I know what you're thinking. This is the part where he bugs us about the reviews, and you're absolutely right. I think it's so cool that we know each other so well already. Just click that fifth star on the right, type a few words, and you're the best kind of person in the whole wide world, like this person, Cheryl Peasley, who says, your voice is beautiful. I did not, I put that in there multiple days ago, before I knew you were coming, Heather. How fortuitous. Serendipitous, dare I say. I'm not quite sure what serendipitous means, but I feel like I used it correctly there. Well, I assume you're talking about me, Cheryl, but it could be Heather. Um, I'd first say thank you. Thank you very much. You're very kind. And I'd, secondly, I'd say, uh, sup. Or, oh, I should be, I should not be trying to sleep with the listeners. Is that <laughs> nobody said that? <laughs> so, all right. I don't think it's very fair. That one was weird. Anyway, thank you, Cheryl. You're the best. You please the algorithm. Uh, one more because that one got a little unprofessional. Uh, Court Pink says, wow, what an amazing group of guys producing the best sports content out there that you won't hear from the mainstream sports media. Fucking A right, Court Pink. That's exactly what we're going for. Well, let the record show. We added a girl, so we're compliant. He said, guys, all right, check out the website, Patriot Sports Now. Shout out literally Heather for building that thing from the ground up. Go check out her her show, Shouse in the House. See, it was already in there. I was already going to sing your shit from the rooftops, Heather. <laughs> you're awesome. We love you over here. Um, as soon as you finish this one, go listen to that one. Tell her we say hi. Until next time, be good to each other. Chris, kick the outro music. You've been listening to Patriot Sports Radio. If you're sick of all the national talking heads and biases of mainstream sports media, like we are, this show is for you. We hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. For more content and merch, hit up www.patriotsportsnow.com. Find us on Twitter at Patriots Pod, on Instagram and Facebook at Patriots Sports Now, and on Getter, Rumble, and YouTube at Patriots Sports. Take care, and we'll see you next time.